Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Trundle Bed Tales, the podcast about Laura Ingalls Wilder, historic foodways, one-room schools, and other social history. This is Sarah Utah, the host and creator of Trundle Bed Tales. Find us all around the web under Trundle Bed Tales and on your favorite social media platform. If you listen or just have an account on a podcast system, please leave positive feedback because that helps people find the show. And with that... I think it is time for a little housekeeping. And that is to remind you that you can be a part of the show. You can call in at 714-242-5253. That's uh, 714-242-5253 or toll-free 1-877-633-9389. That's toll-free 1-877-633-9389. And you can also chat if I open the chat room, which I don't do on these short uh, episodes. But I do like to remind you that you can call in if you have something you want to say in any of them. Now, before I get going on the main uh, flow for today on our subject, I did want to mention that I got three videos uploaded last month. I've got uh, the Mary Ingalls Blind School Grounds Tour of Vinton in Vinton, Iowa. That is uh, where the Iowa School for the Blind and Sight Saving School used to be that Mary attended. And uh, right now you cannot get into the main building, but they, one of the former school buildings has opened up as a restaurant. And so this is me seeing what you can see if you stop there for an evening meal in the restaurant. And I hope to get more information on that soon, but I really have had trouble uh, getting back in touch with the people that were involved and the new owners don't seem interested in talking about it at all. And it's just continually been hard to find out what's going on. So I'm sorry, I don't have more news on that. Uh, Also, since I was doing those videos, I also have the Mary Ingalls Blind School Nature Watch, which is one of my Trundle Bed Trails episodes. And in that one, We are sitting there looking at the school, uh, the front door of the school, not the same one. It would have been there when Mary was there because they had extended it out, but it is the same building, and you can see the wing of the building that her bedroom would have been in uh, while we're letting the wind blow. And the third episode was the Hannibal Riverboat. Uh, Little House in the Prairie TV show cast reunion. Now that was for Mother's Day this year, and it was the first one of these um, 
these this new set of reunions that they have been running where they're running them in conjunction with other cast uh, events from other TV shows or um, not having anything to do with the home sites at all, really. And uh, it's my experience doing that. And you can see the, there's video of it. And um, it's really just kind of an interesting uh, video. I hope you enjoy that. And I think if you're going to one of these new not at a home site events, especially if it's on a riverboat, which or includes a riverboat, I think it is a really good example of um, what you can actually expect if you go there. All right. And I have been continuing to edit videos, so hopefully you'll be seeing more of them as the year goes on. And with that, I think that is the end of our housekeeping. And there we go. Um, so uh, I want to, those of you who have um, followed my blog in the past know that I usually do a roundup of the events that are going on at the Laura home site. And I also do one on Christmas plays. And I am going to be doing an updated version of the Christmas plays post I did this weekend because for reasons I do not understand, it is not letting me. I had made some edits before I published it. And it's like, what published was like two generations back and I spent like 10 minutes this morning trying to make it publish what was actually in there. And since being a jerk, I'm just going to go ahead and republish it and hopefully it will show them all this time. But if not, I'm going to tell you anyway about the Christmas place. So, uh, well, since I've been talking about them, I'll go ahead and do them first. Now, there are five Christmas plays that are available with scripts that local groups can do. And I strongly recommend, if you have any interest in seeing these, that you find your local community theater group or local city um, set of players. Uh, we had one for a really long time around here, but they just recently uh, the old creamery, creamery theater, but they just recently shut down. That was a professional thing. And I'm not sure if the Riverside Theater's community anymore or if it's paid. But we've got a couple around here. You probably have a couple around you that are either community or paid. And I would suggest to them that they might want to look at these five plays and see if there's one of them that would fit in their schedule. Because quite frankly, around this time of year, the vast majority of theaters do something that is either a play on uh, the Christmas Carol 
or It's a Wonderful Life, or something similar to that. So this is a nice change. Uh, the Old Creamy Theater, I mentioned mostly because I was remembering their production, where they did for years a different a variation of the Christmas Carol, setting it in different time periods or different locations or different this or different that. And there's got to be something else you can do that screams Christmas, and I think Little House is it. And the ones that are available are Laura Ingalls Wilder Christmas by Laurie Brooks, A Little House Christmas by James DeVita, Melodies and Memories of Laura Ingalls Wilder by Laurie Fletcher Florence, A Little House Christmas at Plum Creek by Lisa Cords, and Patchwork, The Life of Laura Ingalls Wilder, who doesn't seem to have an author. Now, that last one, I think, might have just been a local production, but there was enough fuss around it that they may have that available also. And um, hold on one second. Oh, we don't care. All right. So uh, sorry for the ringing in the background, but I'm in the house today, and there's nobody else here to answer the phone. So... Uh, let's see. The ones that I've seen the most actual productions of are Laura Ingalls Wilder Christmas by Laurie Brooks, The Little House Christmas by James DeVita, and A Christmas at Plum Creek by Lisa Cord. And um, it is, and that's my brother's voice on the answering machine. And this is why I was trying to get a studio set up to do this in my Laura building. Big, long story about trying to get internet out there with as good of insulation as it has. Never mind. Anyway, we're going forward. And uh, you you will, I have seen multiple productions of those uh, over the years. I almost always have productions of at least two of those. But this year, I couldn't find productions of any of them. And I was kind of shocked because I, I just can't believe that, Suddenly, nobody, absolutely nobody did it. So if if I am just not finding it in an online search, if you know of any productions of these, please let me know so I can get them added to the list. And the um, what has changed, and this might be part of it, is The Little House in the Prairie, the musical, was rele- released um, right that you can buy and scripts you can buy music and all that so you can put on local productions was released in 2019 which I still think is odd ignore the fact that um, ignore the fact that uh, I really it, it took so long to come out which is still really odd and I could do a whole section Maybe I will sometime do an episode about The Little House in the Prairie and the musical. But in any case, uh, this might be part of the reason why there aren't any Christmas shows, because normally if uh, you were going to say you were going to be doing a Laura Ingalls Wilder play at one spot, you would not be doing two Laura Ingalls Wilder plays in the same year. And often... You might not do it if you know that another group within 
so much of a drive with putting that play on because there's just no point. You'd be less likely to get an audience. Um, I think with Laura, they probably would get an audience anyway, but I could see that going into it. And there are enough, there are actually four productions of uh, Little House in the Prairie, the musical scheduled for next year. And um, that might be taking out a lot of it, particularly, you know, there were several, like three, four last year, too. So that could be why they're cutting down on the Christmas uh, plays. But I did want to, even though they're not in December, I looked for them all while I was doing this uh, post. So I wanted to go ahead and include them now. And they're going to be in Liberty, Missouri, January 18th to the 20th. They're going to be in West uh, White Bear Lake, Minnesota, which is going to be January 26th to February 10th. They're going to be in Griffin, Georgia, April 19th to the 21st. And in Red, St. Redlands, California, uh, August 24th to September 29th, weekends only. So that is quite a few productions of that, and I really think that is what has really cut back the Christmas uh, plays this year. I hope people will continue to do them, and the easiest way to get more people to do them is for you to ask them to do a production. So reach out to your local community or professional theater and say, hey, I would like to see one of these plays. And with that, I want to go on to what is actually being hosted in December. And what we have in DeSmet, uh, they have been doing a annual production of, of um, a play in the winter. This started out in, I think it was 2020. They uh, did an online production that you couldn't get tickets to the last couple years. They've done an online production that they also had tickets to. I have not um, seen anything that says they're going to uh, be doing it as a Facebook feed at the same time this year, but I'm going to be keeping an eye out, and if I get an update, I will put it on. Uh, this year's production is going to be different. It isn't going to be specifically Christmas or specifically Laura Ingalls Wilder, although I'm sure it will include references to both. And it's going to be Badger Clark, the Cowboy Poet, is going to be on Saturday, December 9th, um, 2023, at 5 p.m. This year's performance is going to include readings of poems by Badger Clark, who was a 19th century South Dakota cowboy poet. You can attend in person at the Dismet Wellness Center. Reach out to them, and there's the phone number, and tickets are $20. Uh, and like I said, I don't have any indication whether it's going to be on Facebook this year or not. Okay, Spring Valley, Minnesota, 
as a, a winter fundraiser planned for today, actually. There isn't a lot of information on their website. Previously, this has been a Christmas tree, a Christmas tea, but Christmas teas are a lot of work, and I haven't heard anything about exactly what they're doing this year. They just labeled it winter fundraiser on their calendar. Mansfield, Missouri, awesome, uh, is Christmas at Laura's. And it's going to be Saturday, December 9th of 5 to 7. And I don't like to try and schedule things in December um, because as sure as I do, there's a storm. Yeah, totally a storm. But this is uh, going, but I really have been wanting to get down there for this event. And I've kind of not pushed it because you can now take pictures of yourself inside Rocky Ridge any time of year instead of just at the um, wilder days and for this Christmas event. So this is going to be opening and decorating the Rocky Ridge Farmhouse for Christmas. Uh, it's a tradition on Rocky Ridge Farm. Holiday shopping is available in the gift shop. Come celebrate Christmas with them in a most special way. It's also Mansfield's Christmas in the Ozarks that day in the town square with activities starting at 2 p.m., including a Christmas tea from 2.30 to 3 p.m. and a parade at 4. Most stores around the square will be having an activity of some sort. So I think there's enough there now that it really would be worth a day trip if you aren't bothered by by the risk of driving in December, I think it would be a great thing to do. And someday I am going to uh, up my courage enough to drive down there myself. Now, unfortunately, I didn't get this done earlier because there are two other events that are going on or that already went on this last weekend. But no matter how hard I try, I seem to not be able to get things done as early as I hope for these updates. So what you missed last weekend, and you can consider it something, these are, uh, or the Malone one is an ongoing event. So it's usually the first weekend in December. So you can plan on that if you are interested in doing a schedule or an event there. And it's uh, in Malone or the locals a lot of times say it's in Burke, New York. Christmas with Almanzo was December 2nd, 11 a.m. to 3. Join us at Christmas with Almanzo. Kids holiday crafts, carol singing, farmer boy Christmas chapter readings, and the gift shop is open and they are doing free admission. Now, I haven't seen any photos from that from this year, but I have seen photos other years and it's just beautiful and uh Again, proviso not driving anywhere that far in December. Uh, it, otherwise, I think it would be a great event to go to. And the other thing that I have on the agenda is uh, cast reunions at non-home site towns of more than three cast members. And they had one this year at um, Corsica, Texas which is Have Yourself a Prairie Christmas was December 2nd and 3rd, Saturday, Sunday meet and greet at the Pioneer Village, and a Sunday VIP breakfast and special Christmas on the Prairie Dinner with the cast on Saturday night 
at the Corsicana Opry. Uh, the cast members scheduled to appear were Allison Ingram, Dean Butler, Charlotte Stewart, Wendy Lou Lee, Pamela Roiland, Jennifer Gennady, which I still don't know if that's how I pronounce, you pronounce your name, Jennifer, sorry uh, if it isn't. Uh, they are having a tendency to hit these locations multiple times, so if you didn't make it this year, keep an eye out. There may be another one coming. And uh, there's going to be a ton of reunions in the coming year. I want to especially point your attention to uh, the one in Simi Valley, which is looks like it's going to be absolutely incredible. And actually, I, I have a friend and a couple of his friends who are going on that tour and are going to come on my show to give us a report afterwards. Um, see if it was worth the money. And seriously, if you are interested in seeing the location where the series shot, that this is your chance. And they're doing uh, false fronts to show where the buildings were. Seriously, if that is something you are interested in, do whatever you have to do to get there. Also, the Walnut Grove event has always been the one of the home sites to work with it the most. And seriously, if you are if you haven't done a home site town yet or you love doing home site towns, this will be a big event and it is gonna be well worth the trip. I will warn you that I used to avoid Laura events when I was little just because I was picturing attendance being um, larger than the events I dealt with around here. Not um, not when I was speaking or anything, but like the events at Escher's Ferry or Living History Farms which are just huge. But event attendance uh, across the board, no matter what the event is, attendance has been dropping off over the years for any kind of event, I am sorry to say. And uh, the one time I have ever been in an event that true, a Laura event that was truly as crowded as I was afraid it was going to be was the one in Walnut Grove in 2014. And I have heard that hotel rooms are already rented out as far away as Redwood Falls, which is quite a distance. And it's going to be a huge event. So if you are not someone who loves crowds, be aware that this is going to be an extremely crowded event. And frankly, I think this next year, most of these events are going to be extremely crowded. Oh, and the last one is East Coast People. There's going to be one in Connecticut, which is being set up by or in conjunction with one of the people who worked in casting on the show and uh, has insides and, and to all the actors. So there's going to be a huge number coming to the Connecticut show. So if you're an East Coast person, that is going to be your chance. There are also going to be tons of uh, smaller events, including one 
at uh, Independence, Kansas, and one uh, in Pepin, Wisconsin, that aren't as connected with the home sites as the one in Walnut Grove is. But there's just going to be a pile of reunions next year. If you are interested in seeing cast members at all, pay attention. There are going to be events that you could get to somewhere in the country during 2024, and I will report them as soon as I find out anything about them. And with that, I want to wish you happy Rose Wilder Lane's birthday, because when we're broadcasting this, uh, December 5th is Rose's birthday, and also Walt Disney's birthday. So, it has just got two connections to my favorite fandoms, and I hope you have a great day as well. Thank you for joining us on Trundlebed Tales. And uh, one more thing before I head out, I want your input not only on helping me find out about these events as they come up, also on um, doing uh, on things that you might want as a Laura Ingalls Wilder Christmas present as I am finishing up that draft to put a publish this week, hopefully. And uh, also, if you have any suggestions on what I should do in my Pepin travel episode, because that's going to be coming up early next year. And uh, this month, we're going to actually get back to a decent number of episodes, I think. We're going to be doing our Looking Back episode. Um, We probably are not going to get the Looking Ahead one done in January, or in December, late December, January, which I would like. But I only one time have had all the dates fall in my lap so I could really do that accurately in January so it probably will be closer to March again but uh, and I also want to do one that is going to be uh, my late roving report on our trip to Mansfield with my friend Kelly and um, we'll just see what else happens so thank you for joining us Be sure to reach out on social media and let me know about any of those questions. And remember to brighten the corner where you are. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere 
and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.